0: A Garda investigation is underway this afternoon into the cause of a fire at the Ross Lake House Hotel in Ross Cattle in County Galway last night. The hotel was due to to accommodate 70 asylum seekers this week. The fire broke out at 11.35pm before being brought under control by fire services. Yesterday, protesters gathered to form a blockade at the entrance to the hotel in opposition to government plans to house asylum seekers on the premises from next Thursday. We're joined from the scene now by TG Cahars' Dunika O'Muraku, who is there for us. Uh, Dunika, can you describe uh, the scene this, this afternoon and tell us what happened last night?
1: Well, Justin, we've just come from the scene itself, which is completely sealed off by Angarda Shiohana. In a statement, Gardhi have said that the fire itself happened at around 25 to 12. Um, fire services and gardhi were, were on the scene shortly after to, to stem the blaze, but locals have said that a great deal of damage was done to this building, the hotel, the hotel which hadn't been in use as a hotel for, for over a year. Um, but members of the Garda Technical Bureau are on the scene currently, members of Angarda Shihana and a technical examination is, is ongoing at the moment but there's a great deal of shock in the local area I spoke to, to one woman who herself had arrived to Roscahal as a refugee 20 years ago as she's working locally in Roscahal and she has expressed her, her shock and horror at, 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 the, at the incident mm-hmm. last night of course the incident is being treated as a as an incident of, of criminal damage by Angarda Shiohana, and they are to investigate it further in the, in the coming days How
0: much damage has been done to the Hotel uh, Dunica, were you able to see uh, the extent of the damage done by the blaze?
1: The grounds of the hotel themselves are completely uh, cut off at the moment, so we we couldn't access the the site itself. But just from speaking to members of Gard, the Guardie and from to local people, the fire originated towards the the rear of the building, um, and by the time. Uh, services arrived on the scene the building had nearly been engulfed through the, from the rear so a great deal of damage was done but I suppose the, the extent of that damage will become clear in the coming hours um,
0: uh, and uh, as we said a protest was held in the area yesterday um, which was opposing the, the housing of 70 asylum seekers at the hotel they were due to move in on Thursday you were there uh, yesterday what was the feeling among the people who attended that demonstration
1: there was a feeling I suppose a feeling of of anger to be clear, um, none of them were willing to to speak to to anyone or to answer any questions, but their their main reason to be there was to to block any access to the hotel. They made it very clear that they they didn't want, they opposed the government's decision to house 70 international protection um, applicants from next Thursday. Um, The government stated that it would work, or the Department of Integration stated it was willing to work with the local area to to facilitate and to manage the arrival of these um, asylum seekers. But the, the, the protesters gathered yesterday were, were willing to stay there and, as they said, they were going to stay there as long as it took and until the government reversed the decision.
0: All right, Donica, thank you very much for talking to us today. That's um, uh, Donica O'Muraku from TG who who is at the scene of that fire and we're joined now by Senator Pauline O'Reilly, Chair of the Green Party and who is also based in Galway. Senator O'Reilly, uh, good afternoon and thank you for joining us. What's your own reaction to what happened in Ross Cahar last night?
2: I think that, you know, obviously there's a criminal investigation underway, but I think that all of the actions that have taken place there are pure intimidation. And I, I'm utterly disgusted by the fire that's broken out. Um, I don't think that this is representative of Godway people. And I think that what people have to remember is it's not only those who are coming legally seeking refuge, but also... All of those that um, have come to our country, and the kind of fear that this, um, you know, instills in people, I don't think is in any way acceptable. There are ways by speaking to your politicians of getting your point across, but blockading. A place and making people feel unwelcome when they ha- are being legally accommodated somewhere is is unacceptable in my view.
0: Is there still a plan to, to house asylum seekers in Ross Cahill or has the, the, the fire, um, and you heard about the extent of the damage there, has that put an end to that plan now?
2: Well, I can't answer that. It's only the department that can answer that. And I know that they've issued a statement um, condemning what's happened. Um, I will say that I believe that if some place is vacant, then it should be used to accommodate people. And we can't discriminate between the types of people that we want to, uh, to accommodate. I think the other thing for me that's been quite evident is in my view, is stoking by local politicians and utter silence from senior politicians in the area, from both government and opposition. And I would ask everybody to come out and condemn this kind of behaviour because it's simply not acceptable in our community.
0: The guardia, as you heard there, are are treating this as an incident of of criminal damage. If it was uh, linked in some way to the plan to house 70 asylum seekers in in what is a small area, I think a population of around 300 people. Does the government need to rethink its strategy on on how it deals with these type of of, um, accommodations, these cases?
2: We need to see strong action taken by the Gardaí and we need to see people who uh, feel the full force of, um, you know, of, of law And that, I believe, has to be our number one priority. Nothing that is illegal, nothing that is criminal can be tolerated in our country. And that is what this is. If it is proven to be a criminal act, then we need to see criminal proceedings taken. And that is the way to stamp out this kind of behaviour that I do not think is representative of the people of Ireland, and let's be really clear about that.
0: But do, do you accept the concerns, though, raised by by some local people who felt that this was not a suitable location for the housing of 70 international protection applicants, an, an area, as I say, um, which has a population of around 300, to add 70 more people in one, in one go in, into that area, they, they had concerns about that?
2: I don't think that we should mix the two conversations, to be honest with you, because I don't believe that we should um, allow this kind of activity to to then be the marker for, for how we hold debate. Um, I believe that every step should be taken to have as many services as possible. But we do know, um, we all know, that uh, it, it's increasingly challenging to find accommodation where you have accommodation that's available and somebody who is a private um, individual who is willing to contract that. Um, we have we have clearly no option but to to follow that up. Um, and this was temporary accommodation. It was temporary accommodation, a contract for one year, and that accommodation is needed. And so that it has to be our priority that people have um, roofs over their heads. And that is the most humane thing to do. And I would ask people to um, to, to really think about who they are and um, and that sense of common humanity. We must bring that out in ourselves. It's, it's the best example we can give to our children. And it's the best kind of communities that we can live in. Once that accept that there's a practicality. And of course, um, you have to try and find the best accommodation. But simply um, intimidating and blockading and... Um, and engaging in criminal activity can never be accepted. Okay. There can but, be but, no but, conversation but, when criminal activity is is ongoing.
0: But do, but do you do you believe that uh, the people of Ross Cahill or or of any small rural area have a right to decide who lives alongside them?
2: The this is this is a private this is a private dwelling um, and a contract. Um, when we were we were as politicians we were all given information about this last week. Um and so it is up to that individual whether they contract it or not. And in in, in no circumstances do we ever um I guess get to decide who lives near us. But what we need to do is to have those proper conversations, which the department had said that it was going to do. I mean, th- this was, the, you know, the people, there might have been rumours spreading that that, that okay. uh, people were going to be accommodated this weekend. But there was a period of time to say how this is going to work, the kind of integration um, and the kind of supports. that do believe transport needed to be part of that, for instance. Okay. but um, But this isn't the way to have that conversation. It isn't a conversation. It's just bully boy tactics.
0: All right. Galway, Senator Pauline O'Reilly, Chair of the Green Party, thank you for talking to us today.